Good evening, everyone. What a great job. Grateful for the parents uh, and those that helped uh, put that together, get it together, get all the kids kind of on the same page. And, and, you know, it's a lot like adults. It's a whole lot alike. It's like keeping us on the same page. We want to look at them and put them in little boxes and make them act all pretty and precise and all that stuff. But really, we as adults don't act a whole lot different. Can you look at your neighbor and say, that's you? Amen. That's that's your neighbor you're sitting there beside of. And you really said it to the wrong neighbor because really you was thinking about the neighbor on the other side of you, maybe. So just look over there and tell them to you. Say, he was talking about you. We love Christmas season. Uh, we love it because of the fact of the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. First and foremost, we are grateful uh, for you coming out this evening to be with us for our Christmas Eve's Eve service. This is the first year at Bethesda we've ever did a Christmas Eve's Eve service, and it's something that you have to get used to saying, and we've kind of got in the habit of that over the past few weeks, announcing it and all that, so it's not something easy uh, to say, but Christmas Eve's Eve service is a good service because it allows the families of Bethesda to be with their families, and God uh, instituted the family. He uh, gave us families from all the way back in the book of Genesis, Adam and Eve gave uh, forth and they had sons and daughters and then they populated the earth and God instituted family I'm grateful for family ain't you amen, amen. I'm grateful for family I'm grateful for church family uh, I'm grateful for that you're here this evening if you have your Bibles we're going to go look for just for a moment we're just a real short service this evening but I want us to read uh, this story in Luke chapter 2 and talk a little bit about uh, the transmission series that we're in as a church and just for a few moments we'll speak on that uh, the kids are downstairs doing a craft there is a, a nursery downstairs if you need to take your child down to a nursery down there as well uh, grateful for all that that God's allowed us to do here Luke chapter 2 it says and it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered this census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went out to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went out from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, and to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed to her delivery, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now was in the same country shepherds living among the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born unto you this day the city of David a Savior, who is the Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you that you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. So it was when the angels had come and gone away that they went back into heaven 
that the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard marveled at the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this night. Lord, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you for this Christmas season. Lord, we thank you for the country that we live in, for the freedom that we have. Lord, to come and go as we please. Lord, to worship you in whatever manner that we see fit. And God, we're grateful most for your son Jesus that you sent upon this earth to save mankind. And God, I pray tonight that you would just allow the Spirit of God to move upon us, God, that we could recollect about the things in our life and see that we need you more than ever. In Jesus' name I pray. Everybody says, Amen. The transmission series that we're in, we've been in all month of December, uh, looking at uh, the birth, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus, and how that there's a transmission that the, the church of Jesus Christ needs to have a mission, that there is a purpose for the church on the earth today. And this mission that he has given to us, the mission to go and reach all people in all nations with the gospel of the kingdom. And as we're here this evening, we all understand the Christmas season and we leave Jesus in the manger. We leave him small, a baby, in swaddling clothes, maybe there with the, the sheep and with the other animals, the donkeys and the camels and everything that we see on the little scenes. But in reality, Jesus didn't remain a baby. He became a man. His childhood growing up, he was a carpenter. And a carpenter is one that works with his hands. It's a strenuous job. Lathan's a carpenter. Maybe he's thinking, well, I don't strain too hard. He, I've, I've seen carpenters on job sites before. I don't know. You know, maybe it's different then. They made uh, some... Uh, yoke for the oxen and different things like that and most of the places over in Israel if you go there and look there's not a lot of wood stick frame houses so there's a lot of stonemasons there so sometimes the picture we get in our mind of what Jesus was doing maybe was a little different than that in reality and this transmission series though we're wanting us to see and understand that God has given us a gift and that gift is Jesus Christ the Savior of all humanity and the Savior has come so that we could receive the power of heaven on earth. That the power of heaven is a reality that is available to those Christians that live on earth to say that I will accept that power. It is promised in the book of Acts, he said you will receive power after the Holy Spirit's come upon you and you'll be witnesses for Jesus throughout the earth. And I thank God for the church like Bethesda where we are here assembled today because we're a church that is a missions-minded church. We have the core values listed on the back wall back there, that is on the blackboard, and, and we're a missions-minded church saying that we want to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus, that there's people that are living on foreign lands, and we're blessed here in America. Can somebody say amen? amen? Nobody chased you down this evening. Nobody said that you wasn't allowed to attend church. You made up your own free will and your own mind to come. 
But there's nations around the earth today that they don't have that liberty. They don't have that luxury. We have missionaries in in September of every year. Usually September and October we have a missions convention. And many of you people I see sitting here has attended those conventions. And when the missionaries speak and they talk about going over to Iraq and planting a church, these are people that has to have the power of God. Amen? They must have the power of God. Sometimes in our lives here, we can just nonchalantly go through life and get by just fine. But over there, they got to get down on their knees. They have to pray. they got to seek God because without the power of God, they'll be killed the next day. I've read multiple stories about the church in China and how it's a communist regime that owns and takes and rules over that uh, nation. There are 1.3 billion people living in China that every Sunday morning, if they want to go to church, they got to sneak and they got to go down into basements and they can't have loudspeakers. They can't have microphones. They got to speak in silence and barely get the message across because if they're heard, if they're found out, they'll carry them out and they will put them to death. For their belief, for their faith in Jesus Christ. I desire that type of faith. I desire that type of courage that I will overcome obstacles in my life, that I can speak boldly and, and declare that Jesus is Lord. Amen. And I believe the church in America today that puts Jesus in this little manger every year during December needs to see Jesus all year long in our actions, in our walk, in our talk, in our daily living. The transmission of power is not about that we can become empowered and brag about what power we possess. If you go back and look throughout the book of Acts, you'll see that we as a church, we studied the book of Acts a couple months ago and looked through it as a whole. And whenever you look at that power that they had, they never were braggadocious about it. They weren't boastful about the power of God that they had. They were grateful for it because it was transforming and changing lives to those around them. And I don't know about you, but as I look upon our country today and the epidemic of drugs and addictions and the things that's taking over our nation, I desire and long for the power of God to be present and relevant in our society that sets people free, amen, that I would possess that power to walk and go and speak to people and declare that Jesus is king and he can fix the problems in your life. This is probably not the Christmas majesty that you sought it's probably not what you come to listen to but I'm here to tell you that the power of God is real that the power of God is present that it wants to change and transform lives and most of the times as we look around and look at everybody else and everybody else's problems we try we tend to do that because it takes the focus off of ourself amen because any time I begin to introspection in my life and begin to look at diligently into my life and see my heart and my steps and my walk, I see how far I sh and how far short I've come of the glory of God. In Romans it tells us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's Christians. That's sinners. Amen. That's everyone. And I've known people that have been Christians for a long, long time and they get complacent. I believe God is speaking to us today. Let us take a look at our life. And as I ponder upon this and think about this for this message tonight, the transmission of power, 
as those people were standing around looking in that manger and, and looking at that manger, it says that Mary pondered and held it in her heart. But it says the shepherds, they went around telling everybody. They went throughout all the land and they proclaimed wherever they was at the, the things that they had saw and they had heard. How many of us proclaim Jesus enough? It's either amen or oh me. And I, I adore Mary. I adore the sacrifice that she gave. I adore the, the ability for her to stand there before that angel the day the angel appeared to her and said, you're going to be with child. And she said, but I've never been with a man. I've, I'm a virgin. And, and the angel declares, but the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you and you're going to give birth to a son and he will be called Emmanuel, which is God with us. Her boldness to say, yes, okay. How many of us truly say okay to God? Even when we don't understand. I thank God for Mary. For her boldness. To stand. In affliction when society. Would want to stone her. Because. She was not married. And with child. Remember a time in my life. Where that somebody close to me. Became pregnant and they was out of wedlock. And I went to a pastor friend of mine. Because I was a young Christian. And I said pastor what do I do. And he, he looked at me in the eyes. And he told me something that stuck with me ever since. He said love the baby. Amen. Amen. Love the baby. Why? Because that child is a gift from God. The Bible says the man is blessed when his quiver is full of children. He likens them to an arrows in, in the book of Psalms. And as we see that, the child is a blessing from God, even though sometimes we don't understand. Thank God for Mary. Thank God for the shepherds. Thank God for the wise men to come. But the gift that Jesus come, he, said, he came and he said, that, that Jesus one time preaching, he said, I'm the light of the world. I'm the light of the world. He said that men live in darkness. And I don't know about you, but I've lived with some darkness in my life. Can anybody say amen? amen. I've lived with some things in my past that I would rather remain hidden. And I assure you today, if God would just all of a sudden in an instant put up every sin of every individual in this room, on this screen, you would be hightailing out of here faster than you could stay. Amen? And I would be right there with you because if God would paint the picture of the sin of my life, of the darkness of the past of Ben Collier, I'm here today to tell you, I wouldn't want to be in the room because there's sheer darkness there. But Jesus said, I'm the light. And he told us that we are the light of the world. That we're a city set upon a hill. Tells us that we're the salt of the earth. The problems that society has are all answered through and by Jesus Christ. I thank God as I read through some books in studying for ministry and things that as I went through those books it was talking about revivals and how some of the Welsh revivals that there were cities where saloons and just different taverns and all these different things were going on in cities and, and when the presence of God and the power of God showed up and, and salvation become a reality that they would shut down the saloons Ernie because the power of God was present in a city how many would like to see the pill mills end in America 
Amen. Count me in. How many would like to see that? The word that there would be, it would be a disgrace for a, a physician to be able to be selling and, 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 and utilizing his resources and thinking it's legal because the law makes it legal doesn't make it right. Amen. This probably isn't a Christian message that you was desiring, but it's the one I feel like saying because we need the truth. And if you're going to have the light, you're going to have the truth because you can't have the truth without the light. Amen. If we want the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the power to set captives free, we have to accept his word as truth. The light of the world. I'm the light. In the Old Testament, I've got this down in my phone. I want to read it real quick. We're about done. It's Isaiah chapter 9. It says, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Talking about Jesus. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light was shined. You have multiplied the nations. You have increased its joy. They rejoiced before you as the joy at the harvest, as people exult in dividing the plunder. For the yoke of their burden, for the bar across their shoulders, for the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all those who boast of trampling warriors and all the garments rolled into blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born to us, a son has been given, authority rests upon his shoulders. And he is named Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, his authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forever. Bishop of the Catholic Church wrote this poem. This is a Christian joy. I know that I am a thought in God. No matter how insignificant I may be, the most abandoned of beings, one no one thinks of. Today when we think of Christmas gifts, how many outcasts no one thinks of. Think to yourselves, you that are outcast, you that feel that you're nothing in history. I know that I am a thought in God. Would that my voice might reach the impressed like a day of light of Christmas hope. Might say also to you the sick, the elderly, in the home and the aged. To the hospital patients, to those who live in the shacks and the shanty towns. You coffee harvesters trying to garner your only wage for the whole year. For you that are tortured, God's eternal purpose has thought of you all. He loves you, and like Mary, he incarnates that in the womb. There is a light. He's the light of the world, and he burns within us today. And during this candlelight service, I want us to do this. So, Dusty, come up here.
want you to sing into that mic really close because some of them don't want to hear themselves, and I'm not going to use this one either, so you're all alone. And I want you to lead us in this little light of mind. All right. Y'all got to help him, but he's in a microphone, so it'll be okay, so just go ahead and sing. Yeah, let's sing. If Laney was up here and couldn't read and she sang anyway, you have no excuse. You have no excuse. That's right. All right. All right. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine. Let it shine. Get more time. Go ahead. Oh. No, they're not done yet. They didn't join in. About half. About half? Yeah. Try it one Until time. we all get it, we're not going home. So. Yeah. Sing a little right. louder this time. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. That was pretty. You think that was good enough? What do you think? I thought that was pretty. Can one more time. One Let's more? do it again. Everybody, I want your voices this time. Use your uh, uh, vocal cords this time, oh. you know, not just your lips, but your vocal cords too. Yeah. So, okay, take <laughs> off, Dusty. Go with uh, it. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. In this series, we began. And I studied some statistics. There's 1.6 billion people on the planet today that does not have shelter tonight. There are 2.1 billion people on the planet this evening that does not have water. There's 795 million people, according to the World Health Organization, that lays down each evening without food. We have a gift. We have a gift. And I want us to pray that the transmission of God's power would be real in our lives. And this song will be a reality, a become a reality, that everywhere we go, that wheresoever our feet shall trod, that God would give us the answer for the pain of humanity. That's what Jesus came for. He came to be the Savior of the world. And he's just waiting on us to spread his good news and his name to the world. Let us all pray. Father, we thank you for this day. And we're grateful for this Christmas season. And God, I just pray in this moment, in this instant, that God, your goodness over our lives that you would make us more grateful, God. 
Lord, that we would see you everywhere you're to be found. Lord, when we go through cities and we've got so many issues ourselves, Lord, that you would cause us to be able to see the pain and the hurt. Lord, that you would let us see, open our eyes, open our ears. Jesus, you set us to be the light of the earth. Let us speak when we need to speak. God, for those that are hurting the most, God, sometimes they just need somebody to listen. God, for the widows, for the orphans, help us, oh God, to be on mission. Help us to be the courage that you've sent us to be. God, I pray that this song as we sing it this evening, so many people in this room. We feel insignificant. But God, there's no light. Lord, there's no light if you're not with us. We as humans live in darkness. everybody in this room to pray together with me so that we don't leave anybody out. I don't want to sing anyone out. God did tell us to profess before men. I'll leave that up to you and it's between you and God. You can speak to your family. But I 
I got saved, the first person I wanted to tell was my mother. Everybody here will just repeat after me. Everybody say, Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I'm asking you for the forgiveness of my sins. Help me to keep from falling short. Go before me and do me with power to make heaven my home, to live forever with you. Jesus name I pray. Amen. I believe with my whole heart if you prayed that prayer and you meant it with your heart that God's salvation is a reality in your life. And it's as simple as that. There's other steps to take. Water baptism, Jesus told us to do that. But you're saved this moment as you'll ever be. You are saved. Amen. So go before be the light that you hold in your hand today. Be that light to those that you work with, to those that you come in contact with at the stores, everywhere else. 